Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. It's a place that friends of the DA show like to congregate every single week. And you can get it on iTunes simply by searching the DA show or Permission Granted. It has its own iTunes feed also at radio.com and at cbssportsradio.com as well. So there's a couple of things to hit on today. Number one, were you really that mad at Brad Heller or were you putting it on a little bit for the show? Because you really went after him for not showing enough energy with Amy this morning when she asked him about his birthday. He kind of just kind of mumbled, yeah, fine, it's my birthday. And you called him a loser and a wuss. I wasn't mad at Brad. I was just disappointed. I hate to use that that dad voice. What look, are you, his parent? Look, I understand that I was not in on Tuesday to go over the whole Amy versus Brad fiasco, in which case, from by all accounts and any party that is, has relayed the story to me, Brad was in the right. It uh, wasn't a fiasco, Amy versus Brad. Brad well, how would you label okay, it? Okay, so Amy was playing cuts in the 5.30 segment. Correct. Okay, going into the 5.30 update. And she played one of the cuts Brad was going to use in his 5.30 update. So he said on his microphone directly to the control room, we'll have to change the cut because Amy just played my cut. And they apparently nodded in unison. Amy thought that they were talking about her or there was something behind her back and then kind of accused them all to cough it up. Let's hear what you got. Which should not be done on the air. Should be asked, hey, did I annoy somebody? Should be handled differently. So I, I totally agree with Brad there for being annoyed at that. However, if I may get on my soapbox for a second, I have found, and this is probably wrong of me, since I have started hosting shows as a young producer, I have been asked many a time by many a backup producer here, board up, hey, how did you go about doing it? How did they finally put you on the air? And in many ways, I am looked at at CBS Sports Radio as kind of a pioneer for that young generation, which is very sad, and I am not trying to act egotistical because, geez, I can stink from time to time. A lot. However, I look, pioneer. At, I look at Brad at the a— The next generation. Yes. A pioneer. It's a sad state of affairs for CBS Sports Radio. I look at Brad at 5.30 a.m. Eastern, and I think Brad is really funny, really good, to the point I think Brad Heller, on top of doing updates, actually could host and be pretty funny. I really, really? do believe that. Whoa. I'm not trying to hoot and holler and pump him up for no reason. He's gotten a, a little promotion doing some Mets baseball pre- and post-game travel with the team yep. over in New York. All that being said, you got guys dying to get on the air 
whether you're upset about the day before or not. And then if they're if you're them and you listen to Brad giving you uh, this, uh, uh, what what message does that send to the next group of people? Like, man, I can't even do that. I mean, Brad's stinking right now. I would be at least having fun with Amy back and forth there. And I just think it's he's taken his position for granted. And I think it just sets a bad precedent to, to younger people listening that want to break in that, you know what, even if you're angry, upset, sometimes you got to put differences aside. And when the microphone goes on, it's time to put on an entertaining show. Deliver. Do you think, though, that you're the best example of no. putting your best foot forward no, for the I'm younger not. generation? No, I'm not. I, mean, I shouldn't. I didn't ask for this. But on the air, you oftentimes talk about taking the easy road out. Of doing course. Least amount of work possible. Get me to Friday is your slogan. That is your personal slogan. And people are using it all the time now. Look, I am a horrible example for the next generation. I am not worth looking up to. I just happen to know some sports that say some funny things, and bosses took a chance on me. All I am saying is just like I looked at Andrew Bogus and I critiqued his career and okay. saw where he was at, oh boy. and now I'm looking at, at Brad Heller, I consider these people friends uh-huh. as much as colleagues, okay. and I think they're far more talented, or now Bogus just stepped it up, than what was happening, and they should be further along. I think Brad now is taking that next step in his career, and then when I see him at that time in the morning – be totally disingenuous and totally disconnected, whether you're upset or who knows what was going on there with him and Amy. The listeners don't know that at 5.30 in the morning. They're listening to Amy's show because they like Amy. They need Brad to give them something there, and he let down a lot of people. Yeah, and he I, let them down. He let him down. If I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, yeah. and it's uh, midnight last night <laughs> or whatever time, and I'm listening to that update, I'm going, what's wrong with this guy? And then maybe you'll hear Brad Heller down the line doing a baseball game and go, oh, this is that guy who gave Amy nothing. I just think we have a duty in our business. Not everything's going to go our way. But when that microphone goes on, just deliver. Get up, give it a little energy, and then if you want to be angry in a break, be angry. Put it on. Brad's better than that, and I thought that sucked. So I think he has the right to be short. Okay. With Amy because of what happened the day before. She accused him of something he did not do, talking about her behind her back, kind of put him on blast on the air, and I think he's like, I'm not going to play these types of games right now. Suddenly you want to be nice. However. I get it. Here's where I will defend your spot. Heller can't say, well, it's 5.30 local time. Nobody cares what time it is locally. As you said, you've got to deliver. It's not 5.30 local time in Anchorage. It's midnight or 12.30. Sure. It's not 5.30 local time in Cleveland, or I should say in Chicago, it's 4.30. The local time doesn't matter. That's when you get into your own little thing like, well, it's so early for me. I shouldn't be energetic. If he wants to pull the, the card of I'm not playing these games because you put me on blast yesterday, it should just be, you know, like, I'm not here to banter or something like that. You can't play the, like, I'm not talking because it's so early. Or great radio there would be, look, now, just turn to it. Now yes. you want to be my friend yes. after what happened yesterday yes. and That's, have fun with what happened right. with the day before. That's the great And get radio. into it a little bit because if you hear a, a real good sparring there, even if it gets a little maybe personal and it's not just made for radio, I think that actually becomes good entertaining radio, not just I'm going to make excuses just because I don't want to talk to you. It's it's ridiculous. And also, also playing the time card is so weak by him. It's been like five years of him waking up at 2.30 in the morning. It's not he just parachuted in, and that was the first time he was doing a morning shift. Correct. Come on. That's correct. Jeez. And then he, he could give the energy when he's giving a Cincinnati Red score, so why couldn't he give it two seconds earlier when he took him at your birthday? And if you can't be happy about your birthday, when can you be happy? You're alive. Be thankful. <laughs> 
Number two, you really got after me for the picture that I posted on Instagram of my outfit in 2009, 10 years since 98.5 The Sports Sub in Boston launched. I was part of the launch, and I posted a picture on Instagram, which has a record number of likes and comments, I believe, for anything I've ever posted. And the the photo is me in a blue button-down shirt with a big, chunky, white T-shirt underneath. Wait till I tell you who told me not to wear white T-shirts underneath your button-down. Oh, boy. This is great. Tucked in to baggy jeans with a belt and white Puma sneakers, okay, so not even shoes. Sneakers, jeans, so it was like party down below, business up top with a suit jacket. And it was at a at a photo shoot with two waitresses from a sports bar where I was hosting Monday Night Football. This was from year number one, 10 years ago. I'm really very uh, appreciative of the shot that I got at 98.5. I love that they keep the, the good times rolling. They're such a powerhouse, and that really helped launch me to here and the success that we had as a show there. You really killed me on on the whole thing. Well, And real- should you be the one killing people on how they looked 10 years ago? Again, no. No, but I'm going to be transparent. Okay. I would get crushed, and you would crush me if a picture shirt. I mean, it's a picture of me eating cheese. It's as a kid where I'm gigantoring over the rest of my cousins and sisters, and you basically call me Bigfoot at the age of six. So if I'm fair game at that age, how are you not fair game 10 years ago? I think you're talking about the Tin Man picture. Well, that too. See, I've had a lot of bad <laughs> picture surface, and I laugh it off. I know I'm not a hunk of chunk of peanut butter fudge from when I was a kid. But if I see a bad picture of you, and by the way, I didn't just bring it up in the air. You went to me. What was I supposed to say? Yeah, you know what? You look great. I loved your hair. No, you looked like crap. And I was going to tell you you did. And that's what's funny is that you did because you knew too. Was it shocking at all when you saw that? No, because I've seen too many old. I've been at enough DA functions where pictures have surfaced and stuff. Okay. It wasn't shocking. The most shocking point, as you pointed out, was that it was only 10 years ago. And you looked the same you did in some of those eight, you know old videos we saw you in high school. <laughs> and and to blame your hair on living in South Beach, in I was Miami, in, I was, that's kind of a weak excuse, I was dude. in Miami um, for the two years prior to getting to Boston, and so I grew out my hair. It's, it's, a, it's a summery, beachy, maybe even Latino flavor type of, you know, in, in Miami, there's a lot more longer hair. Yes. Is that that beachy, uh, I'm going to get on a surfboard, I'm cool, I'm hitting the clubs. But I don't think you captured that. I, I'm kind of shocked that in your two years in Miami, nobody tapped you on the shoulder and said, you're not hitting what we're looking for here. I'm going to pull up a picture of my 30th birthday, okay? So this was about two months before my debut at 98.5 The Sports Sub. So just a couple months before I took that picture. Pizza and ice cream again? What did we do? No, it's... <laughs> I took all my buddies out to a Mets game, and then we went out um, and had drinks afterwards. Okay? This is while you were working in Miami? or Boston? Yes, I flew okay. up here, and this is my hair. That's terrible. Kind of longer, flowing to the side. I actually You look think... like a third-line right winger on the Columbus Blue Jackets with that hair. That's <laughs> that's what you look like. I don't see that at all. It's it's a little longer on the sides and you on the top. You look like Luke Robitaille. I have really good, <laughs> I have really good Italian hair, so I wanted to grow it out. And I've always kind of dabbled in growing out a little bit. But at that time, when you saw me then in Boston a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later, I had I had hedged the bet. I didn't go mu- I didn't go truly short, but I cut it so that it was shorter than this. Yeah, why didn't you just I don't know. I would have thought to even get the job, you had the interview there. I would have thought you would just had a better haircut in general. Like if I saw you show up with white pumas, that jacket, and that hair, <laughs> you're not the nighttime Boston guy for me. 
But I, you know, that's maybe I'm not a program director. Maybe I shouldn't be judging anybody's energy or look. I can't believe how much feedback this picture has gotten on Instagram. I mean, people just, and I think. Well, it's the, it's the perfect storm to get that much feedback. Two beautiful women, you looking like a fool, mm. your outfit, mm. it kind of having a retro look. Yeah. And the fact that Boston then could look at you with happier times knowing that all you've done is kill them in the mm-hmm. years since you left. Right. So I think you got the Boston people happy, mm-hmm. the people who know you now going, oh, look at Goofy D.A. People love looking at beautiful women around a guy. I think you hit, you checked all the boxes for Instagram likes. That's actually, a, that's a good breakdown. You know, it's such a shame because I had such a wonderful experience in, in Boston. I, I really, really, really loved it. It was so much fun. I just wish the Patriots would stop winning because then I could go back to appreciating my time in Boston. Honestly, the Patriots just went 6-10 and 10 every year and it was just one Celtics title a Bruins title while I was there, and a couple of Red Sox titles, and the Red Sox aren't even really hateable. I don't... Who cares? Well, how about if they only went to one Super Bowl in even the last six years instead of going every year? I don't... Honestly, I don't think I would care. I think it would be fine. It's just... It's the amount of winning the Patriots have done. And it sets the tone for the rest of the city because then the Patriots set this entitlement for those fans with every other team and all the other sports that all we have to hear about is Boston, Boston, Red Sox, this, Celtics, this, Bruins, this, ba 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 it gets nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to actually put a bunch of pictures from Boston up on the Instagram stories today. So people can check that out at Damon Amendo. I'd like to see your takes on all these pictures because I I, un, I uncovered a treasure trove of Boston pics. And I want to see what you think. Okay. All right. How do, how do we go about giving you my thoughts on the pictures? Well, I'm going to post them today and then maybe on the show tomorrow or next week. We'll yeah. talk about all right. it. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. You know I'll have thoughts. Side B is a little Connor Green trying to Wally Pippi out of the job. Look, we've all heard the diaper D aliens. All right. We've had a lot of listeners, a lot of good listeners on. We've done profiles on people like Huge Freeze, on Jacob Wilkins. And this profile series, since you really kicked me in the ass, has been almost three months now. Wow. It's been a it's been a summer mm-hmm. into the spring of mm-hmm. permission gonna profiles. Mm-hmm. It seems every time I'm out, Connor Green is in. It seems like it's always a trash Tuesday. It seems like he, we walk away. I'm getting tweets all the time about how funny Connor is. He's, I think, 23. Well, we're going to get into his age okay. and, and everything he grows. And look, Huge Freeze is not here anymore. Football season is coming. The DA show always has different characters. Is Connor Green on the verge of becoming a DA show character? Wow. And if he is, wow. I think it's only ben- the benefit of listeners that we get to know him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Find out what goes into his trash Tuesdays. Find out what he wants to do with his career. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Connor Green all of these questions coming up, and uh, I think a very solid, and uh, you get a little bit of a personality out of Connor Green, side B. I'm excited about that. I think he's a really uh, he's a really growing talent. Yeah. He's got a lot of potential, and I really liked side B last week with Adriana from Boise asking you those questions. That was great. I mean, also just asking flat out how drunk was DA at the block party. <laughs> Look, you give her. She didn't prep me on anything. No. You know, a lot of times she somebody went might for the jugular with every question. With every question, and I had no choice but to think on my feet and be as honest as possible. And I hope that the listeners thought I answered them properly and I gave them what they were looking for. It was a great job by Adriana. How drunk was Da at the block party? Are you actually friends with Huge Freeze? And how did you soil yourself at the water park? Look, if you had to find a Mount Rushmore of questions <laughs> to ask me, I think you hit all of them. 
It's sad, though, not to have Robbie around these these parts. He's now working for Bloomberg Radio, financial radio, as a uh, as a producer. So he got a full-time job, which is good. We're, that's all we were hoping for. And you even said somebody's going to see the value in his talents. Maybe it is Bloomberg Radio, and I wish him nothing but the best. He's doing... He gets to travel to London, he's telling me, five wow. times a year. Wow. So, hey, kids, look, right? Big Ben. Yeah, wow. So, <laughs> you're probably getting a middle seater, so look out if you're <laughs> on one of those flights to London. I'm going to London next week. You, maybe Huge <laughs> will be on your flight. Now, Huge. Imagine. Now, imagine Huge in the middle of a flight. Maybe they tell you to put the seatbelts on. He grabs the old phone when they make announcements. He just starts giving you a little Sinatra over the uh, over the sea. Would I, wa- Summer wind. Would I want to be sitting next to Huge for seven hours? No. Well, two things. Number one, you'd be squished. Number two, that's the toughest part. He'll a lot of name dropping from huge. But I think I would like to talk to him for seven hours. I just wouldn't want to be no, squished. You, you'd like to talk to him for about ten minutes, and then you want to close your eyes and maybe get back to him for another ten minutes. He won't stop for seven hours. I'm going to London because uh, the Bourbon Bell bought me a trip there for my 40th birthday. She bought me a plane ticket. So we're going to go see some English Premier League. I've never been out to London. I'm very jealous of you. Very. That's a really cool trip. I've never been. I would love to go to London. I think you're going to have a blast. A little sightseeing. You're going to go to Buckingham Palace? Yeah. Is that in the play? Yeah. She wants to do that. She wants to see... Uh, Sistine Chapel? That's not there. Oh. That's in Italy. The Louvre? That's in France. Okay. London Bridge. London Bridge, okay. Big Ben. Um, and the Buckingham Palace. The, pick, the pick Coliseum? It. Roman Coliseum? Well, it's called the Roman Coliseum. That so would be in Rome, probably. Definitely not. Yes. I know these are all in Europe. I'm trying to guess what's in London. The O2 Arena? <laughs> yes, we can go see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so that's uh, that's coming up in next week's oh, PGP. Oh, what about the Beatles walk? Yeah, Abbey Road. Yeah. We could do Abbey Road. Well, you and, and the Bourbon Bell do a little that. Get somebody to take the picture. I think that'd be good. I could Strutting. already see it. You know what? Shutting. I should take it back. I'm I, John Lennon. I picture it on Instagram She's stories, McCarthy. and I'm already annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> Side B is right now. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. It is Mraz, host of Side B, and the executive producer of the DA Show, The Real Executive producer of the DA show. It is a permission granted profile. Another PG profile. I want to apologize first of all after last week. I did make a promise I could not hold, and that was to Adriana and Boise who requested to hear Andrew Bogish, the bogeyman. Again on a side B. She had missed a little classic Miraz and Bogish. I said, okay, we'll bring it back. Maybe we'll do two out of every three or so. The problem is I didn't realize when I made that promise that Andrew Bogish now was running off to vacation for the week. And I don't think the entire DA show has been together all summer long. But he will be back next week. I promise, sort of, that we will have a permission-granted podcast side B with Bogish. But today, how about for a profile? Not a caller. Not a listener. I just mentioned everybody off all summer long. How about the guy who's suddenly become my Lou Gehrig to Wally Pip? My backup, if you will, to the executive producer role, a guy who seems to be in every Trash Tuesday now, Connor Green, the young diaper D-alien. Connor Green joins us on the Permission Reddit Profile. Connor, hello. Hello, Mraz. I'm like the Mraz protege now. Whenever you're out, I fill in for you both at CBS and FAN, so I'm like your understudy. You have become my understudy, which is pretty scary, but I am. I will be totally transparent here. I'm getting a little nervous. I think, you know, you might be running before you could walk. You might be aiming for my job. I Maybe, I don't even know how this is possible based on pay. Maybe you're a cheap alternative and I'm on the <laughs> chopping block here. I'm trying to cut salaries. That's what's <laughs> right. bringing me in. But oh, let's just get right into it. How old are you? 
I am 24. I'll be 25 in September. So just about a month from now, I'll be 25. So you are seven years younger than me. So look, hey, how does it look seven years from now? (laughs) That's what I have to look forward to (laughs) right there. If I have too many bacon, egg, and cheeses, that's what it'll be. Right. So you're a young guy in the business. You're a Syracuse grad, which Mm -hmm. we know these jobs in broadcasting. Anybody listening out there, they know they love the Syracuse guys. The Cuse. The Cuse guys. But you, you've obviously climbed the ladder pretty quickly at CBS Sports Radio, and as you mentioned, WFA and locally, you work hard. I give you a lot of credit. I love you. I think you do a great job. But now that you've really encroached on my territory, on DA, you might be carving out a role. And I say this because, you know, certain guys have to know when to make a play. It's like a preseason NFL game, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. will watch football that you got to shine on tape. And on these Trash Tuesdays, look, you've turned some heads. I'm reading the Twitter. You've made plays. Ooh. You trashed dancing at weddings this Tuesday. Which yeah, that didn't go over too well with too many people. Yeah, because dancing is the best part of a wedding. No, you see, said it's I the worst part. It depends on who you ask. So people that are outgoing and really open and that kind of thing, they love the dancing. But I'm not necessarily, I'm a little bit more of a quiet guy. So I just kind of like to relax and hang out. So that would play, I think, with a certain audience. I don't think you're the guy, or DA, or Brad Heller, or even Pete Pilati, for that matter. But I think there are people that can relate to that. Yeah, you I stand by that. You basically want to go to a wedding at, like, a quiet room and just <laughs> sit there. I like to observe the dancing. I don't want to partake in the dancing with everybody looking at me, especially since I have, like, no dance moves at all. Never yeah, learned. And you, you seem to trash basically even socializing at all with roommates a lot. <laughs> you know, internet goes down. You guys don't know what to do. Just staring at each other awkwardly. Yeah, so that brings me to my, my next question. You're t- going to be 25 years old, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, a lot of people get cranky in this business. And people, Nobody outside of sports radio wants to hear people in sports radio be cranky. Are you naturally an angry guy? Do you naturally no, hate the world? Because I'm it comes not, across that way. I'm not angry. I think with Trash Tuesday, I mean, you have to kind of come in with something that you're angry about. And you can't go on Trash Tuesday and be like, oh, you know, I'm not angry about anything today. I'm not going to trash anything. I'm just happy and having a great time. So you kind of have to go in with it thinking about something that bothers you or that you're uncomfortable about or whatever it may be. No, for sure you do. But your delivery is in such like you had so much pent up emotion. And I don't know if that's you saying, hey, this does bother me, but this is my chance to show that I could belong on this stage. So let me deliver like. Uh, yeah, just right off the bat, Tuesday, you you listed three things you'd rather do other than dance. You had him so well prepared. How well in advance of you finding out you're working a Tuesday shift with DA, are you thinking about Trash Tuesday and kind of jotting down some notes on what you want to deliver on Trash Tuesday? Normally on Monday night, I'll think about it and just have like a rough idea of what I want to go in with. And then Tuesday morning after I do all the show prep, I'll kind of just write some bullet points down just so when I go on, I have something that I know might be funny or something I want to say. And I don't want to get up there and just ramble on and go stream of consciousness because I think I could do that, but I don't know if it would be as concise or as funny if I just got there and started going stream of consciousness and then maybe rambling on for a couple minutes. So I like to have at least something prepared. You're making me second guess the way I deliver my Trash Tuesdays by doing that, just so you know. And see, some people think that that is not good or that means that you can't hang doing something just uh, off the top of your head. But, like, comedians, when they go in to do a stand-up set, all that stuff's pre-scripted out. So I don't think it's a big problem to go into it with something you want to say. No. It's a different story if you have every single thing scripted. But I think, you know, if you go into it, you have something written down. And I know we're going to do Trash Tuesday, so I don't necessarily have to just, like, come up with something 
off the top of my head. No, I think you deliver, and that's part of the reason I'm a little nervous and looking over my shoulder right now. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to get to with you that I find fascinating is you mentioned oftentimes living with your roommates, you have you guys' apartment. You, Connor, have the weirdest eating situation. You yeah. don't really know how to cook. You no. eat a lot of Hot Pockets. You get bacon, mm-hmm. egg, and cheese sandwiches. Uh, I've mentioned cooking several things to you. Like, I don't know how to do that. You barely even know how to boil a, boil a pot. How? First of all, you're not fat either, but you eat so unhealthy. Yeah. I don't understand. Are you going to balloon by the age of 40? I think by the time I'm 30, I think in seven years, I might have a bit of a pot belly. Although I do work out a, like a little bit. I try to get there as much as possible. But I like to eat bad foods, and I hate making. I hate waiting around to make food. And I know that I'm not a great cook, so I'll cook for like 30 minutes, or I'll put some raviolis in the pot, and it takes like 25 minutes. When I just want to eat and get it over with. You're the typical mama's boy that yeah. doesn't know how to live on his own. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I just like to get a bacon, egg, and cheese, and it's filling. And then the problem is when I cook my own food, it's not good, so I don't eat that much of it. And then I'm hungry like five minutes later. You spend all this time scripting Trish Tuesday. How about you just watch some YouTube <laughs> Rachel Ray videos on how to cook? Also, food at the convenience, it's expensive, you know? Like, my roommate buys steak and stuff, but, like, the really the only thing I'd be able to afford is, like, Chef Boyardee, which is, like, $3 raviolis I mean, or, like, a can of soup. It's more expensive to eat out all the time. Well, so a bacon, egg, and cheese is, like, $5. Right, you could get a carton of eggs for two ninety nine. Yeah, but what do you make That's with like eggs? S- you make scrambled eggs. But are you could make your own bacon, egg, and cheeses. I guess. I mean, I guess, but I can't get a bagel. I can't get like a. Fr- I can get one of those like pre made bagels, but you can't get a fresh bagel Jeez. at the at the store. You get what? like one of those Thomas, whatever they call it, bagels yeah, that are Thomas- gross and old, and they put in the microwave. It's like just not. They might be a sponsor here on Radio.com. So. <laughs> They're great. Then I love them. They're the Jeez. best. All right. Well, Connor. I can ask you this. What is your long-term goal here in the business before we let you go? Well, Sean, I want to become the first broadcaster to be a billionaire. Really? I want to be on the air. I don't know what I really want to do. I want to get on the air at some point, but it you can't really just come out and, like, demand to be on the air. I think you just kind of have to, you know, lay low, do good work, and then hopefully somewhere down the line maybe somebody in management gives you a shot, kind of like what you're doing. You know, you, you, you've been producing for a long time, been putting your work in, you made some demos, Eventually, somebody said, you know, let's give them a shot. So that's kind of what I have to hope for. But as you know, in this business, it's tough because you just never really know what's going to happen. Sure. So I don't really have, like, a set goal. I just think you go and you do hard work. Maybe something happens, something opens up, and we'll well, see th- what happens. I happen to think your work ethic disguised the limit for you. I think you're very funny. Uh, I am very nervous because, you, again, you're younger. You know, sometimes when you get older in this business, you got to look over your shoulder. But I will leave you with this. Just answer one question honestly. Mm-hmm. Do you believe you're better than me? No, I don't. <laughs> Definitely not on the air. I no, can't, no, I'm no. not as I'm different on the air than you because you can go on the air and just say anything and make a joke about anything. I think I'm a little bit different. Um, on the air, I definitely think that you do a really good job. Now's so. not the time to kiss my ass. I'm giving you Sean, all the credit. Sean, you're the, the best. You're just the greatest of all time. And uh, please don't have anybody else fill in for you when you're out. Please. Okay. All right. Well, Connor <laughs> Green, thanks so much for joining the Permission Granted Profiles. Anytime, Sean. That is Connor Green, a diaper de-alien. And this is the Permission Granted Podcast and another Permission Granted Profile. As I said, bogus back next week. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.